The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Episode 107 of the 2AM podcast. What is up? I don't know if you just saw that quick grab and snatch of the Red Bull from Mr. Sadiashur. <laughs> no one saw it. No one saw it. Trust me. Nobody saw it. Yeah. Because I got them wings. Apparently you do. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have this very... So I posted a tweet. You did? Yesterday. Mm-hmm. And it went viral. No way. And it's weird because it's like... I've seen, I've seen people talk about this subject plenty of times on Twitter. Yeah. So I guess the way it was phrased, the way it was created, it just struck a nerve with people. Mm-hmm. And this, this applies to us because we're men. So We are men. You're right. Here's what I wrote. Dudes really need to upgrade their wardrobe game. Captain America tees and board shorts isn't going to cut it, dork. That's true. And you would be surprised how much fucking hate I got for that. Well, yes. It's harsh. It's harsh. No one sure. wants to hear it. Mm-hmm. Some people do, and they like the harshness, but... A lot of people don't know how to handle that, <laughs> unfortunately. I got every yeah. type of response. I got people yeah. trying to insult me personally. Yeah. I had what? people asking me, why does it matter at all? Which, in my mind, it's like, this is how you appear to the world and to other people. Mm-hmm. How does it not matter? Of course it's going to matter. It's presentation. So I don't know if you know this, but when you open uh, an Apple product, it's actually more satisfying to open it than use it. Yeah, could you mention that? Yeah. Previous episode. So presentation, why is it only things that we uh, purchase and not ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to wear everything with purpose. I've said this before. So Mm -hmm. that's the whole point of PJs. As a kid, when your parents tell you to go put on your PJs, they better be your PJs. I'm not talking about basketball shorts (laughs) and an undershirt. It's PJs for bedtime. Yeah. Bedtime. You're organizing your life. You're organizing your brain. You're organizing more than that. That's the whole point grow up i don't know well that's the thing dude like how can you have like a tw- mid 20 year old to 30 year old guy who literally just goes out in public in marvel superhero shirts or as i mentioned board shorts and yeah. like flip-flops how is that at yeah. all acceptable well it's not well <sighs> it's tough because we're told as humans, we should let people do what they want, right? Well, of you course know, they, you don't judge. They always have choice. Yeah, you always, they always have choice. Let people do what they want. Just, you know, not everyone's going to be correct 24-7. And in their mind, they could be correct. And we could be wrong, mm-hmm. you know? Everyone's going to have their own perspective. But I don't agree with the... And with, level of importance for certain things. With the point of saying don't judge. Because if you have the freedom to choose what you want to wear, I have the freedom to judge mm-hmm. your choice about what you want to wear. Well, here's the thing. Time and place. Time and place for sure. Time and place. Because, I mean, if this man is going to McDonald's and he's dressed in a Captain America shirt, you know, and it has a hole in the left shoulder, I'm not going to really judge because he's in a place that just kind of, like, he belongs there, you know? 
Low quality, low quality, yeah, I low guess. Quality, yeah, I get it. But who am I to judge if that's low quality, you know? Objectively, it is. Objectively, Because yeah. you, if you look at... Now, keep in mind, I'm not telling Anyone people to you. rock tailored fitted suits 24-7. Mm-hmm. That's stupid. Most people don't want to do that. But when someone has the thought or the intent to do something, it shows. Mm-hmm. Because obviously action is in front of us. Yeah. So it's going to show. And I, I agree. I, I find it kind of just when it's lazy form, it's because it's lazy form. It's not that it's childish. But it is childish. Childish in a sense. Yeah, maybe depending on something. You're wearing a fucking superhero t-shirt. Yeah. I mean, I own and shorts some. that go below your knee that are way too long. Yeah, I understand that. Because here, I like some of those things, you know. Who doesn't like Batman? Batman's a cool alpha male. But sure, but do I want to fucking rock Batman attire? No, I'm not going to rock Batman attire. I have some attire. I just don't wear it. It's something that I just hold on to, you know. Because that's something that's, that's there, like, for my personal time. Okay. You know? Okay. So, sure, you want to own it? Own it. Who cares? It's my money, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't mean I'm going to go out in it by any chance or by any means, you know? Mm. That's the thing. If you're in the comfort of your own home and, you know, you're wearing a Spider-Man shirt, but you're 37. Who cares? Who cares? I don't care. Yeah, but... Be naked for all you Yeah, but if you're you going to show up, um, you know, like let's just say you're a a landlord okay and you speak professionally and everything but then the outfit does not match what you're saying (laughs) yeah that's when the judging starts to happen and that's when i get it Mm -hmm. that's when i truly understand well a tweet i posted below the original one was just to just to simplify it for people is okay you have a job interview in a few hours Mm -hmm. what are you going to choose to wear your dirty uh marvel t-shirt that you haven't washed in three days absolutely with shorts or something more presentable well, in most cases, um, if you've ever like met someone like that, they don't even know where their suit is or if they, if they even own one. Because in most cases, it's been passed down from generations because they personally don't give a shit. Well, that's the thing. You and, don't even need to wear a suit. Yeah. <laughs> but what comes to your mind? See how there's just two extremes in that example? Mm-hmm. It's either a full-on suit or full-on trash. There's, <laughs> there's well, no- What I'm saying is that there's an in-between where it's like, okay, you buy Fitted clothing. You buy clothing that matches your style, that Mm -hmm. matches your energy, Mm -hmm. that has a certain color scheme to it. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, (laughs) I think it's just, it's a level of importance to them too. A lot of people think that does not matter. It's all, it's purely characteristic. Which I think is a very surface level way to approach it. Obviously, I'm into fashion. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, it really, it has its own personality, you know? Whatever you wear, it's going to speak. Yeah. You know? Um, so you can look at someone and be like, yeah, that guy's in the army. Just by, based off of what he's wearing. Like his selection of clothing. It's very utilitarian. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of stuff. You can tell who runs track. Just based off of their, you know, even accessories sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know? They have a Fitbit. Not an Apple Watch. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. Fitted shit. joggers. Yeah, you know, it's just you know? different. It's just different, you know? Um, but I, I do get it. I, I dislike it. To be honest. Yeah. I don't think it makes you any less of a man. Uh, but. Depends. Visually speaking. Yes. Like you can see how it deteriorates from your being. Well of course. And also. It takes I, away. I've had a lot of people say. Oh you know. I actually get. So, I pick up so many women. Even even though I rock. Mm-hmm. 
you know, said outfit that I mentioned. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, go deeper. This is not just about attracting a woman. Yeah. This is about how you appear to yourself first and foremost and how you appear to the world. Mm. That'll bring you more opportunities. It will give other people a certain perspective of yourself that makes sense, that gives you an advantage in the world. And I mean, you have the argument that, why should I care about that? Okay, I get that. But, you know, let's put in some fucking effort as men. Mm -hmm. And there has, well, yeah. I mean, there's two sides to it. There's there's the side we don't see either where people are actually trying, you know, Mm -hmm. to do their part. And I get it. You know, we're men. And we want fellow men to just get the memo, you know? (laughs) We're, We're trying to rise up and grind together and i think it's it has to be deeper than that though like why someone to make a decision like that to just wear uh khaki cargo shorts well it's unconscious yeah they're not thinking about it at all yeah flip-flops no. and a blue captain america shirt <laughs> no yeah not attractive i mean i hear certain women say that's disgusting like, every stop. every woman will tell you it's disgusting yeah. even the ones who won't say anything don't wear jeans and flip-flops you know like yeah. that kind of stuff i get it i don't know i naturally just disliked it my entire life like i don't i don't like that look it just looks very raunchy mm-hmm. but it's it's more than that it's they don't even know how to put proper colors together that's where i green see... with red with brown yeah and it's just like, hey, Bob Smarley. You know, I don't know what to call you anymore, but. <laughs> Bob Smarley. It's our new character it's at the pod. Bob Smarley, dude. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it definitely feels good to try, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, think about it. Like, have you ever been to Boy Scouts when you were no. a kid? Okay, the most exciting part was finding and getting the outfit. Because you belong because in you a certain belong community. In it. You yeah. know that this is going to make you tactical or you know this is going to make, like, it psychologically and, like, emotionally makes you feel, like, ready. That's a bigger on. thing I'm pointing towards. It's like, yeah. a, a, good, a good outfit is greater than the sum of its parts. It, it transcends just what you're wearing mm-hmm. on your body. Mm-hmm. It's how it makes you feel. It's how it makes you perceive yourself. Yeah. Um, and you move differently throughout the world based on what you wear. Yeah. It's a very simple fucking idea that people s- cannot grasp. They don't want to grasp it. And it's hard to understand because it's, it's such a lower level of development. Mm-hmm. And I know this sounds crazy to most normies, but it's true. It's like boy psychology. Yeah. It's like, how can you be um, into the process of self-development and uh, discipline? but not take care of one aspect. Because if there's anything I learned with self-development, it's that the little things count and matter more than the bigger things. Mm -hmm. Because you do the little things every single day. Mm -hmm. Because it's all about fine-tuning. Yeah. Um, Yeah, dude. Uh, It's it's a mess. (laughs) That's the way I see it. It's a mess. I don't see it as childish. I just see it as there's some development missing. And... So you childish. Need to, you need to no, no. You need to just uh, change your lens for a second and mm-hmm. your shift your perspective into seeing a color palette within your clothing or wardrobe. 
looking at your closet as a whole? Do you even have a closet? Or is it all stacked? Like, do you hang your clothes? Or do you prefer folding your shirts? What do you, hang. which one do you do? Hang, right? Yeah. Yeah, you want to keep the shoulders flat and nice and clean. Mm -hmm. and wrinkle -free. You don't want wrinkles, yeah. You don't want lines, right? So you'll do that. What if I told you that a lot, a huge percent, actually don't even think about that? Well, of they course just, they don't. They just fold it amongst their other laundry. Or they just throw it in the corner. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'll put it in a bag, wear it some, when the time comes. There you go. And it's just a mess. It's a mess of crap. Like, you don't, they don't even think about down to the underwear. Like, do you know how much more comfortable your underwear can be, for example? A hundred times more comfortable. Yeah, but some people live with rash, rashes, and uh, just, what's going on, you know? They're, it's it's more of like, they're truly clueless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is the broader lesson yeah. that you can take away from this. Yeah, exactly. So this is why we mention it, obviously. Thanks for bringing that up, by the way. Yeah. It's, uh... And I get it because I take more extreme yeah. point, like mm -hmm. I take more of an extreme view on it, but but it's it's, it's more, either you're disciplined or you're not. So yeah. it's A or B, you win or lose. It's, yeah. That's and, most of life. Yeah, so. and people that follow you obviously know that you're trying to show them the good direction and how to think and make decisions and go along the like s successful path or just, just, how just to, evolving as a human being. Yeah, and loving yourself and stuff. Evolving as a human being and being a good human being too. Yeah, and sometimes my message is, that of an asshole, and sometimes it's very sweet and yeah. heartfelt. Heartfilled. Yeah, I mean, I can see how it's like a hole derived, <laughs> <laughs> because Goggins to me is an a hole. Too. Well, keep in mind that with any message given specifically to men, I like to move towards more of an asshole side of myself mm -hmm. because that's what men need to hear. Yeah, they don't need to have shit sugar coated. Yeah, I get it. And like Goggins, I've listened to a lot of his stuff. A lot of it is really, really good. It's just, it doesn't cater to my, like, uh, lifestyle, mm -hmm. you know? I like balance. He does not. He likes full extremity, put yourself in the mud 24-7. You're sleeping in the freezer, you know, like- <laughs> Sleeping in the like, freezer? Like, okay, chill the <laughs> fuck out. I still have a heart rate. I still have, like, different conditions than Have you do. seen his feet? Like, they're insane. The they're just so, so gnarly. blistered. They're so, like, that's- if anything, that's just destroying my skin. That's destroying. It's doing more damage than it is good. I understand that it's good for your brain in some aspect. Yeah. But that's still an extreme. Do not argue with me. <laughs> well, this is, this is also something I mentioned earlier with Goggins. It's like his mentality is extreme mm -hmm. because society is so comfortable and weak in general. Mm -hmm. He's we not telling you to like, you know, destroy yourself in the process. That's just his form of doing it. His, his, pro his, his idea is that you don't ha you have no idea how capable you are of your, like how capable your body is yeah. of doing the things that you think it can't do. Mm -hmm. That's his whole idea, and it's just to unlock it. So yeah. I understand that's why I respect that, but the way he says it is very a holish, <laughs> assholeish, whatever. You want to do a Goggins impersonation for us? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I never stop running. I've been running since I. Fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still going. Still going strong. Wednesday? What's that? I don't live for Fridays. I live for the Saturday, Sunday. You know what I do on Saturdays and Sundays? Arm and legs, baby. Let's, <laughs> like, Arm and legs, baby. Like. Just full body all the time. What happened to camping? You know? What would, what would happen to him if he just sat down and started breathing for five minutes? Well, he, he has those calm. moments. He's not like 24-7. Okay. Like, Thank God. He's a human being after yeah. all. 
that's what I wanted to hint at. Although that. I bet his version of camping is like going to <laughs> sub-Saharan Africa and oh staying God. there for two weeks with no water. Camping <laughs> under the sun with no tent. Just crazy stuff. That's so wild. Yeah. But yeah, the internet's a crazy place. You you if you put your opinion out there, mm-hmm. you'll never know. without shame. You'll mm-hmm. get some pushback, but you'll also get a lot of love. So yeah, you'll be surprised how many people are on your side and how many people are. And it's usually what it's kind of like a 60, 30, 50, 50. Depends on what you what you write about, but I'd say eighty percent of it is good. Mm-hmm. Other twenty percent is just complete garbage. Gotcha. Yeah, I've been trying to explore it with like the creative space on Twitter, and I don't generally know how to do that. Like it's a because Twitter is a very um, like very text based. Yeah, I'll explain it for you. Like Instagram is very aesthetic. Yeah, where you're judged by the quality of your aesthetics, but mm-hmm. Twitter you're judged you're judged by the quality of your ideas. Mm-hmm. So there's a big difference. That's why it's harder to grow. Although some people would argue against this, it's harder to grow on Twitter than it is Instagram. I can see that. It is. Mm-hmm. It's because I've had both accounts for a very, very long time. So, Although Instagram to... still is very hard to grow on. Yeah. You're right. I mean, yeah, generally. But TikTok, that TikTok is... That's easy to grow on. Yeah, that's insane. Like, you could put up one video and you'll, you know, have 6,000 views or something. Which, by the way, if you don't follow the 2AM podcast on TikTok... Go ahead and follow. Give it a follow. Yeah. You're missing out. We'll post more content as mm-hmm. well. <clears throat> yeah, dude. Um, what was I going to say? I don't know. Damn, what were you going to say? I completely forgot. <laughs> it was something completely different. Um, yeah. So I had an interesting weekend, actually. Mm-hmm. This weekend was... Um, I connected a lot. And I've been in California my entire life. And I got to say, I have never connected that way with my surroundings in Cali. You know, I've visited um, some of the most, the spots that I've been to a lot. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, this time it felt like a new light. Why? The sky was different. It smelled different. Um, People were being nice around me. Like strangers. You know, I was at the Griffith Observatory. And... Usually people like to cut in line or do things that are shady or whatever. But this time it was just like people were opening doors. People were smiling. People were out. I saw old couples. I saw children. Mm-hmm. Um, people were just out. And I felt like a tourist within my my own state that I know like the back of my hand. You know? And I generally, genuinely felt lost. I was like, where am I? Lost in a good way. Yeah. And then I remembered I'm in L.A. That was crazy, but and then I went home. Next day, I actually went to, which was yesterday, I went to uh, San Diego. Mm-hmm. And I've been there plenty of times. I've eaten everything there. <laughs> Same thing. Something, like, there's something resonating or something speaking to me telling me that I should not treat this place like home. I should treat it more like a place to escape. Even though I do work here and I live here. and Yeah, I think you should. I mean, besides home, home yeah. base itself, I think you should treat yeah. every place like that. And it reminded me of the song Escape from L.A. by uh, The Weeknd. It's one of my favorites from that album. Yeah. But mm-hmm. think about it truly. Did he really want to escape from L.A.? Or did he escape, escape from L.A. within L.A.? 
Because you could truly Does he still do live that. in LA? I'm not sure. No, he he wanted to escape from LA. He's just like, he's, I he's feel over, like he was over the lifestyle. Yeah. He needed a change. Mm-hmm. But that, that it put an interesting perspective in my head or an interesting thought where it's like, you can escape from LA by being in LA. You really, really can. And yeah. it's, our brain is powerful. Is <laughs> powerful in masking and doing things to your body too. You know, like it, it has, it truly does have a connection with your heart and the rest of your arteries. And mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a wonderful experience. I wish I could put it into words more. But for some reason, it, it really did feel like a trip because, again, it's like coming back from Spain. I couldn't comprehend it until a week later. Yeah. You know, and I don't know why it felt that way, but I found it very, very interesting. It's probably just a bunch of new inputs, new people, new stuff like that. Yeah. Or maybe I am just going through something without me knowing, or maybe I'm going to go through something. Well, we're always changing. So. You know, like the universe speaks too. Mm-hmm. The bro, the stars speak too, man. The stars. Look at them, stars. <laughs> Look how they shine for you. <laughs> but uh, to your point, I think it's valuable to try to teach yourself how to observe more instead of just thinking. Like instead of getting into a rut mm-hmm. with a place you're familiar with. Um, so approaching it like a child. Yeah, and it, you start to focus more because. Here's the thing. I know a lot of people focus on things, right? But they lose the focus within two minutes and then they forgot about it. They don't really spark it as a memory. Uh, yeah. That's where I differ. If I look at something and I resonate with it, um, I'm going to pinpoint it in my head. It's kind of like making a mental note of, wow, the sky was purple with a shade of hot pink on the bottom. And then it moves. Oh, baby. And it gradually moves to blue. And the sky was clear. And I was talking about La La Land, for example. Like, I will remember exactly what I talked about, who was there, what I saw, why I made a difference. Mm-hmm. Something is up. And that, that gets stuck as a memory, and I will pinpoint it. I see people lack that because a lot of my friends do that. Like, I'll tell them about my perspective in the moment. Like, I'll be like, look at that. This is why I'm looking at this. This is why I photographed that, you know? Stuff like that. And then they'll, they'll just look at me and be like, yeah, I see, I see. Anyway, are you hungry? <laughs> like, you see how I mean? Like, yeah. like they, they don't really, they don't even want to be in it. They're just like, oh, he's having his happy moment. <laughs> like, as if that's just me. But really, we're all capable of that. And it's a beautiful thing to see. And I don't know why people shy away from it. Well, it begs a good question. It's like, how do you personally approach memories? Like everybody, everybody, we all know that a good memory is a good memory. Mm-hmm. You only think about the good stuff, the good feelings. But more importantly, how do you approach a bad memory or quote unquote bad? Yeah. Because the older I get, the more I begin to understand that there's a certain type of sweetness and nostalgia for bad memories. Mm-hmm. It's like you, you learn to appreciate the good with the bad because you can't have one without the other. That's true. Yeah, and someone actually texted me this morning, and uh, we were talking about positives and negatives and how to differentiate the two, especially when it comes to emotions. And they said, we can't even, we shouldn't even be thinking about that. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be thinking about that. We shouldn't be thinking like, oh, is this a negative thing or a positive thing? Is this a negative thing or a positive thing? Is this a negative thing? No. It should be more like, this exists. What am I going to do about it? It is what it is. Yeah. You don't label it as good or bad. Well, yeah, because 
think about it, something you perceive as good can end up turning bad. Mm-hmm. And something that you perceive as bad can end up turning good given enough time. That's true. Like the, I can see that. That age-old understanding that your worst experiences are some of your best because they teach you the most. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. It's along those lines. Yeah. It's like, yeah, going through something traumatic, eventually you will get over it and it, it'll become something that you learn from. Mm-hmm. And you don't take it for granted anymore. You're just, you're like, I'm, I'm uh, as fucked up as it is, I'm glad it happened. You know? Yeah. Because in most cases, it's usually, uh, you know, like a close person's death in most, mm-hmm. you know, as, as you come to speak to people. Yeah. You find out that that's a very common part of their life. You know, for a lot of people. Um, if not, for you know, you're fortunate enough to have. Then you probably went through some other things. Mm-hmm. And another conversation I was having with someone over the weekend was uh, there's no metric system on emotions. What do you mean? You can't be like, uh, for example, yeah, my father died when I was 12. And, and some other guy's like, oh, yeah, my father died when I was 18. So that hurt more. No, no, yeah, no, yeah. I, you I cannot that. do that because you you have no say in what someone feels mm-hmm. or doesn't feel because the strength of that is going to differ between from person to person, and it could be like a loss of a cat versus a loss of a parent. It could be actually the same thing, or maybe the the loss of a cat just hit worse for them. You don't know why. Maybe that's just their being. Right? It's the same underlying feeling. Exactly. Well, I can relate this to my personal life because. Mm-hmm. My cat died, what, a year ago? Yeah. And I remember the exact moment, the same exact feeling back when I was in England, when I, I got father that my, news, that my dad passed. Same exact feeling. It's fucking insane. And it's more of like you can't, you know, it's like a dick measuring contest where people try to, try to win an award for mm-hmm. suffering more than somebody else. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's so ass backwards. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. And it's, uh, that's childish. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> we needed some silence there Just a little the, bit. That yeah. was a, that was a good, um, wanted to seal that, you know, lock it oh, up in my head. Sure. <laughs> I mean, these are important things that a lot of people don't talk about. Very true. Or at least I don't hear a lot of people talking about Mm-mm-mm. because they just want to sweep it under the rug. Sweep it under the rug and just yeah, move on, you know? Pretend like it never happened. Yeah, and then they wonder, like, oh, why, why, why am I, am I experiencing the same problems over and over again? The universe hates me. <laughs> like, I have such bad luck. Yeah, and that's what happens when you start labeling things, by the way. You start to think mm-hmm. that you just have bad luck. Yeah. You don't have bad luck. I hate to break to you, but uh, life is 90% shit you don't want to do and shit that comes out of you from nowhere. You just got to learn to live with it. And uh, that's why you got to self-develop to make those decisions because you're going to get hit with that a lot. <laughs> a lot. A lot, a lot, you know? With every two positives comes 12 negatives. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wouldn't put that much of a ratio. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but... Depends I get on it. who to, you are. Yeah, yeah. To some people, it's, a, it's that extreme, you know? Like, some people live in, like, Flint, Michigan. It's just like, come on, we don't even have water, man. For some people, it's 0.5 positive and 1,000 negative. Yeah. Yeah, and for some people, it's like, oh, someone uh, stole my Rolex. Okay, well, you have a Rolex. So, I mean, like, what, someone could be complaining about someone took my house. Yeah. 
I'm in a homeless. different country. Yeah, I'm homeless. <laughs> Which happens quite a bit. Yeah, specific countries. Uh, yeah. What's uh? <laughs> if you come across any dumb shit this week? <laughs> yes, actually. Like what? Um. Okay. So I was walking in San Diego yesterday, and this guy, some homeless guy, you know, like, and I like talking to people. So like, even wh- whoever you are, if you say hi, can I ask you a question? Sure. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm listening. But if you say something stupid, I'll say, you know what? I'm going to go. Peace. <laughs> Deuces. But this guy says, um, do you know what um, s- uh, seno means? Seno? He said, well, first of all, let me, he opened it up with this. Hi, how are you? Uh, do you speak good English? And I said, yeah, I do. Why? And he said, well, what does se- uh, seno mean? And I'm like, seno? Oh, seno? Yeah. Okay. And then he's like, it's like senil or senile or something. And I'm like, I'm not sure what you mean, but I do get like a negative energy out of the, the word. <laughs> I don't think it's the right word, though. Can you describe it in a context? And he said, well, um, I was reading a Harry Potter book, and it said that Dumbledore. Uh, Dumbledore? Who was it? I, I Dumbledore. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> oh, or like, I, I forgot. Gryffindor or something went senile. Or like senile. Oh, and I was like, okay. senile. Okay. Yeah, you're just saying it wrong. Yeah, you're just saying it wrong. And then he's like, is that a good word? And I was like, no, not really. I mean, you're, you're, you've gone mad, basically. You've, you know? Well, it's just a word, but the experience that it's describing is not good. Yeah, it's not good in that context. And, then I, and he was like, why do you say it's, uh, it's negative? And I said, well, because in most cases, when you go crazy, that's not really a positive thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And he it, said, well, I do want to go senile. And he looks at me like this. <laughs> okay. And I have a girl with me, one of my friends. And she's like, like freaking out. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, he's not going to pull out a knife. I already established that. I already know. Like, well, you don't know. That's the thing. But I'm kind of prepared for it. Like my, like you could feel it. Like your joints are ready. Where is this? This is, well, this was in downtown San Diego. Okay. Yeah. Downtown LA, different story. Different story. Then yeah. a knife is coming out. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but I, I just found that so, like, if I was a different person, I would have been so freaked out. I would have been like, oh my God. like because, this? Because he had very sharp eyes, like almost like a knife was going to come out of his eyes, oh, you know? He's like, oh, I want to go see now. I can't, I can't do calm or I can't do like mm-hmm. uh, relaxed. I'm well, like, here's what? the thing. Senile is not necessarily describing Yeah, but in his crazy. context. In, in his context, it was. Yeah. It's just a decline in mental function. Yeah. Like Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah. 365 million Americans are vaccinated. Keep in mind. Yeah. And the, <laughs> that, that, that uh, video you sent me? Sleepy Joe. <laughs> Sleepy Joe. Now, there was, there was some pushback there. People were saying that he didn't fall asleep. Mm-hmm. I actually agree with it. But the fact that you're on the biggest world stage with mm-hmm. a fellow leader, what mm-hmm. was it, the Israeli prime minister? Yeah. He put his head down. He basically closed his eyes and he, he, it goes to show he is not fit for any position like that because a normal person would look at the other person, would respond yes, or at least be present. Yeah. Go on. It's just like, Mm -hmm. Jesus, man, this guy is. Yeah. And uh, I don't know how it's going to look for the next couple of months. But anyways, forget politics. Yeah. Forget Biden. Forget Biden. Nobody gives a shit. Do you have a favorite snack? What genre of snack? Like if you had to eat something or chew on something every hour and a half, what would it be? 
I'll let you go first. Let me think. Oh, okay. Because my snacks are kind of <laughs> kind of fucking weird to most people. Yeah. Mine, surprisingly, would have to be watermelon. Watermelon. See, that's too messy for me. Really? Unless it's cut up into, like, perfect cubes. Yeah, well, yeah, th- like, I picture it, like, just cut up already. Like, if I had Tupperwares of it, there's so, it's so easy to eat. Mm-hmm. It tastes good. It waters you up. Um, so there's a lot of pluses to it. And it's also very delicious, depending on which one you get. Mm-hmm. And it just looks good. And it do- it's not something you have to think about and be like, nah, I'm too full for it. You could be full and still have a couple watermelon, like a piece of Sure. I think I would go with like a high quality beef jerky. Not bad. Get the jaw gains. Yeah. It's meat. That's true. Protein. The jaw gains. That's that's something I've been thinking about a lot. So I've been actually getting up. <laughs> We've discussed mewing before. Yeah. So that's, yeah. <laughs> mewing. But uh, yeah. So for example, I, a lot of people say like they go, oh, I don't like my jaw, but your jaw is chilling like mine, for example. And I'm like, okay, my jaw is not. You have a pronounced according, jaw, though. According to me, it's not that great. But, like, what if I did something differently in my life and I did not have this? Like, wow. Did I do something to get this? Or mm-hmm. was this genetic? Do I chew a lot? You know, like... Say mostly those are genetic. It's say mostly genetic, right? Yeah. And but a bit of both. Yeah. I don't know how much you can exercise it, though. Because you can exercise those, like, it quite a bit. You've seen those chews where, like, for example, after three months, you can move up the stiffness of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if stimulating your jaw actually does anything. Is it scientifically backed? Well, it definitely is scientifically backed. It's more of, I mean, if you're in boxing, for example, it's very advantageous to have a strong jaw because mm-hmm. you don't break it. Mm-hmm. You're getting punched in the face. Um, and aesthetically speaking, it's just more attractive to people. Yeah, it's very rigid. It's very, um, it's kind of like a nice desk, you know, when you can see all the angles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can see it. And in certain contexts, in a certain context, you could have, you could be perceived as more aggressive, mm-hmm. or at least with the neck, too. People with big necks are very, like, and traps. Yeah, aggressive. They are very seem very see aggressive. Just like that one guy, uh, the video of the guy in court that's tatted up, and he was wearing sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. Where he's just like, <laughs> and everyone's like, just freaks out. Everyone starts <gasps> running from the jury. <laughs> that's one of the, that's one of the cases where you go, ah! Oh, yeah. Ah, oh, my neck! Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. But yeah, it's very interesting. But but right. no snack, I'd say beef jerky. Beef jerky. Just a high quality That's a, that's a good choice. That's a good choice. Because there's a lot of garbage jerky yeah. out there. For, yeah, for me, it would be that or like sunflower kernels. Sunflower seeds. Cashews. I'm, we're Arabs, so sunflower seeds are like, yeah. Bizet is like Bizet. top of the it. list. Seeds. Sunflower seeds. Bizet. I don't know if, what we call uh, like specific seeds, though. I know Bizet is just generally like seeds. I don't know. You'd be better yeah, at answering that. Yeah, I should look into that. The next episode, I'll bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that, like those priceless moments when you're uh, when you're in the Middle East, mm-hmm. like Jordan, for example. Mm. At least personally, um, you're sitting on the corner, literally like five feet away from cars, just zooming by you. Yeah, and you're just like eating bizarre, throwing yeah. it, literally on the ground. You not a care in the world, <laughs> not a care in the world. Yeah, so priceless. My God. Yeah, and no, who's gonna clean that up too? Like, that's something I... The wind. Yeah, Nobody. The wind. <laughs> it just goes somewhere else. <laughs> it's like getting a haircut outside. Like, eventually the wind will take care of it. Yeah. Sweep up the crazy parts and just leave the that's rest. That's true. Mother Nature. <laughs> Mother Nature will take care of it. 
Mother Nature. With her traits. <laughs> oh yeah. man. But yeah, dude. It's uh life is a life is a trip. It's mm. been crazy. I've been having a lot of 180 flips lately. Mm-hmm. You know. As you should. Yeah. Getting older. Like, yeah. That's how it goes. I love it. I love it. I hope I hope our audience does too. Well, of course they do. We get we get excellent recognition from our audience. Yeah. I mean, from the feedback we get, they they hate us. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Speaking of the pod, is there anything we want to update? Uh, on the pod, um, we like where we are right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we are generally just trying to, I think, just up our content. Audience, growing audience, Gro- growing is like audience, the up our content, focusing on like what the things we want to say, the things we want you to hear. First of all, and yeah, building a sense of community as well. Which you know, we've done a very good yeah, job with so far. Very much so. Um, very happy with it. Uh, I know that our layout's going to change somewhere in the future. You know, we're going to introduce a table. Yes. Have like a conference type of uh, we would like aesthetic, but obviously made by us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's going to be a little bit different. And then this episode actually is going to come with a new intro. Yep. So we have a new introduction that I have been working on for the past month. And it's zesty. It is beautiful. Quite zesty. Yeah. So it's by the work of uh, Saeed Ashur here. Uh, Hope you guys like it. Just let us know what you think of it, actually. Yeah. We're trying to change up the aesthetic. But uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it for the updates. Mm. Um, We're happy with this place for now. Yeah. Eventually we'll move out, but when the time comes. Exactly. But as for now, check us out at the 2 a.m. podcast on YouTube. You know where to find us. We're on Spotify, Apple. Google Podcasts, Libsyn, and all the major streaming platforms. Go ahead and check us out. Tell your family and friends. And yeah, guys, we'll see you next time.